Yo, in this episode, we're going to be talking about what the Supreme Court has decided just from yesterday. And we're also going to be talking about one crazy, weird, just weird interaction I had with my eye doctor. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started. the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. I am so happy that you guys are here watching and listening to my podcast on any of the platforms that you guys are watching or listening on. Make sure you guys go ahead and hit that sub button if you guys haven't already. And if you are new to the show, this is what we're about. We are here to give you a perspective from the Founding Fathers, from the Constitution, from a biblical point of view on what is going on in the culture. Not only that, we're going to go ahead and give you our best, best idea of how to go ahead and give you solutions to what is going on in today's world. You know, in today's world, there's so much negativity. There is so much hopelessness. And, you know, and it's nice because when you know God, you there is no lack of hope. There is always a, an abundance of hope. There's an abundance of hope there. And so that's what we want to give you. That's what we want to give you is that hope. We want to give you a solution. You know, so many news medias uh, around the world, even in the conservative movement, don't really give you a sense of solution. They will give you all of the bad news and then they'll just react to it. You know, and that's not what we're about. That is not what we're about. You know, we believe in solutions. I believe in solutions. I believe in biblical solutions. And so that's, that's what we do here. And you know what? God's always right. He's always right. He's never been wrong. So thank God for God. <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into the news and what has happened. Okay. If you haven't heard already, if you haven't heard already, just yesterday, the Supreme Court went ahead and decided they are not going to be hearing any of the Pennsylvania cases. They're just not. They're not going to be hearing them. And they're, they're regarding election fraud. One of the lawyers for the GOP said the reason why this thing is not satisfied in the correct way is because the state legislators did not use their authority that they should have and the laws that were passed by the judge in Pennsylvania were unconstitutional. And I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And we talked about this before. There are state legislators that were just informed after the election that they had the constitutional authority to go ahead and change the laws. And if anybody went above their head, then that is unconstitutional. You know, and that's just part, that's just one part of the whole um, illegitimacy of Joe Biden's uh, election. You know, if you don't know my case, I, this whole thing, in my opinion, was rigged and stolen because of everything that was pre being portrayed uh, regarding to the mail-in ballots, regarding to the Dominion voting systems, uh, this thing was totally 100% uh, 
And there's absolute proof regarding this that this thing was stolen. So what are we going to do about it? Well, Trump and his team tried to go ahead along in the Supreme Court to get this thing resolved. And they're just not hearing it. And that's a bummer. You know, the, my first reaction towards this was, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because I, I, I almost expected it because of the past rulings or dismissals from the Supreme Court regarding election fraud before. And I, it's a bummer. It, it's a big time bummer. And let me tell you something. Just because this has happened doesn't mean that this thing is over between Trump and really the establishment. It's just not. It's not. You know, and it's funny too, and this is um, this is not part of the election fraud cases or anything like that, but they also decided to open up the, uh, the potential to see Trump's tax returns. What? Why would they want to go ahead and open that up and not a serious, serious threat regarding our national security, regarding our election system, regarding our entire country. This is, uh, this is some third world country stuff that's going on here, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, some, it's some crazy stuff going on. And so like I said, I, I was not surprised with any of this going on. Not one bit. The only thing I was surprised is who voted to not hear it. And Amy Coney Barrett was one of them. Along with uh, Brett Kavanaugh. That is, I was a little surprised because in 2000, both of those people were involved with the election disputes with Al Gore and George Bush in 2000. They, they understood what was going on in that election itself. And they helped uh, give the right results. So I'm very surprised they went ahead and said, no, we're not going to be, uh, we, we, we won't hear what you guys have to say regarding this. They said it's of a moot. Now, if you don't know what that means, all that means is that there is, they're saying that it's um, illegitimate. There's no, there's no real proof there. There's, they're saying that they, they don't need to be uh, heard. It's irrelevant. And that's just not true. That's just not true. I, I am so surprised um, how hard the, the left wants to go ahead and just let this thing be. They just want... They don't even want fair elections themselves, even though that they said they want fair and free elections, and they thought this whole thing was fair and free. How crazy. Look, regardless of which side you're on, you would want a fair and free election. Imagine, imagine if uh, something like this was um, going on with the Republican Party, maybe regarding Trump. They would be absolutely furious. They would be furious. So why isn't it happen, happening now? I think that's one of the questions that we got asked. Okay, so why? Why is it? Why did they do that? Well, it's honestly not very clear with why they did it. They just said that it's a moot. It's hard to to really understand what they are, what their intentions are because it's they're they're being they're being vague on purpose. 
And one of the uh, Supreme Court justices that voted saying, yes, we should hear this, is Clarence Thomas. Now, he's been very, very consistent with saying that uh, we need to be hearing these cases, we need to be looking into them, because this is regarding our election system, our entire um, part of our country is to have the right to vote. And when it's something that is stolen, something that is rigged, that there's inconsistencies, there's fraud there, you need to be hearing it. It's amazing to me that they're not even wanting to hear it. What is going on there? What is going on? It just makes you wonder, what are they thinking? Which side are they really on? Do they really not see any of the, uh, the evidence? You know, I saw the, the documentary that Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow, his documentary, Absolute Proof. And I made a podcast about this. And if you haven't heard that, go ahead. After this episode, go back and listen to that one. But um, after watching watching that, I was even more in awe and shock because I, I knew some of that stuff was going on. But he went into extreme detail, extreme detail of how this whole thing was stolen. Even uh, just just hear it. Here's the thing is my like, I don't understand why you guys don't want to hear it. And actually look into it, hearing what they have to say. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. You are a judge. You are supposed to want to hear both sides of the story and then make a constitutional decision upon it. But that was uh, that is not what happened. And it's a bummer. So what do we do next after that? Here's the couple things I was thinking. We just got to continue to fight for freedom, us as individuals. We need to continue to be involved with our um, our school boards, our county commissioning elections, all of the elections within our state. Because really, this comes down to a state thing within uh, uh, what happened with the elections. This needs to be solved within the states. Because even Florida, Governor DeSantis said... Yeah, we need to have some more election uh, reform here. And he has already done that in the past. He's saying that they need more. They need it to be even more secure. That is telling me something. That is telling me something that he actually cares about the one of the rights that we have as Americans here is the right to vote. Hmm. Just tells you what's going on. But we need to continue to be involved, ladies and gentlemen. Continue to be involved. Um, understand what is going on within your state, within your cities, your counties, your towns. Get to know the people that are in uh, in office in those areas. And see if if you don't agree with them, go ahead and run. Go ahead and run. If you, If you feel like you're called to do that, go ahead and do that. Because I know... People who have the 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 America First agenda that is attractive, and people want that. People want that badly here in America. One hundred percent. 
I think the other thing, the next, uh, next point I was thinking about is don't lose hope with this. You got to keep the hope, keep, uh, keep understanding that, um, right now we're going through a, a weird, crazy time with the establishment in the government and it will be taken care of. All of that stuff will be taken care of. So just continue to have hope, not only just in, um, in the system, don't, don't have hope in the system, have hope in what God has promised and what he has said. There's always hope. Hope in the Greek means confident expectations. Have a confident expectation because here's another thing too, is like we are, we, the people, right? We have the authority in this country. So imagine if even, um, you know, 25, uh, 30% of the people really marched down to their Capitol buildings within their state and said, no, we are not going to be doing anything with these masks. We're not going to be doing anything with the lockdowns. No, no, and no. Imagine if 30%, 40%, 50% of the businesses within your state said, no, we're not going to be doing anything with the lockdowns. They would have no choice but to say, okay, why? Because we the people. We the people are who the government is supposed to listen to and do what we say. And you know, and they, they sign a they they have an oath to the Constitution and to America. And when they don't abide by that oath, by abide to the Constitution or we the people, then it's our job to get them out. Just get them out. So don't lose hope, ladies and gentlemen. There's always hope. And it just takes action. That's the third thing is take action. Take action. Go ahead. Go forward. Move forward. You continue to do your best here in life. No matter what. No matter what happens. God has always got us. And we can trust him. Because he's trustworthy. Because he's a good God. He is a good God. Alrighty, so I want to go ahead and tell you uh, the story that I um, that I have for you guys, and it, it's it's really weird. It's really weird, and I, I didn't expect this at all. So today, or sorry, Monday, I went to go. I went ahead and went to the eye doctor. I went to get an exam and see if I can get some new contacts, maybe some new frames and lenses and stuff like that. And, um, so I went in there and before I called them or before I went in there, I called them and say, Hey, you know, um, I can't wear a mask here due to a medical condition. Is that okay? Is that fine? And the lady's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't even worry about that. You know, we have people do that, uh, who can't wear one all the time. So just come in. I said, okay, cool. And, um, mind you, this was at a target. Okay. So the, it was the target optical and I've been going there for years. I've been going there for years. And so I get in there and I, you know, I sign in and uh, do all that. And I, I, I'm waiting for about five minutes or so. And then the doctor finally says, Hey, uh, Chris, I'm ready for you. I said, okay, cool. So, um, you know, you go in there and you do the little, uh, the, you go in there. If you ever had an eye exam, you go in there and you go into a machine that will, uh, have you look at like a farm and like a like a a road and a fence? 
So you do that and it kind of, it, it'll adjust to make it clear and blurry and all that stuff and it'll read whatever. I don't even know what it reads. But, um, so I did that part of the exam and everything. He's like, all right, go ahead and go into the, uh, into the room and there's your seat. I said, okay, cool. Thank, thank you. And, um, yeah, then he, uh, you know, closed the door and he's like, okay, so I, I just want to ask what, what's wrong. I'm like, what's wrong? He's he's like, yeah, what uh, what's going on that requires you for not wearing a mask? And I was kind of shocked. It's like, at first, I, this is what I really want to say. I wanted to say, well, it's none of your business. I wanted to say that. I did not say that. I said, you know, sir, I'm not really comfortable with telling you what my medical condition is. And he's like, well, okay. Um, you know, are you are you good? I just I'm not understanding like, why can't you wear one? Like what is it that you have that requires you not to wear one? I said, I said, look, sir, I, I'm I am not going to tell you, and I am not comfortable with telling you what my medical condition is. And he said, well, okay, that's fine. You know, um, have you have you taken a vaccine? Have you gotten tested for COVID or anything? I said, no. No, I haven't. He said, well, okay. Um, can you at least wear a mask that covers your mouth at least? And you can breathe out of your nose. I said, no, man. I, like I said, I am not comfortable with telling you my medical condition. And so then he goes on to say, and then he, he gets to his point. He's like, well, look, I just want to let you know, you're putting me at risk and you're putting the, the, the people out there at risk, you know, the, the women that are working here. And mind you, I want to tell you this too, is that the women that were in the front, the the secretaries and everything, they had one person had a double mask and gloves, and then the other person had just one mask. And of course, this doctor had a mask himself. That's whatever. Do you, bro? And so I said, okay. And he's like, all right. Well, let's go ahead and and get on with it. <laughs> It was so weird. It was so weird. It, it felt like to me, it, it just in my opinion, um, I, I felt very pressured. I felt like uh, he was trying to pry into my um, my personal life to to do something. I don't know what he was trying to do exactly, but it just felt extremely weird and a little uncomfortable. Uh, it was. I was like, "Come on, man! What are we, what are we even doing here?" What are we even doing here? And so I just, um, I went along with the exam and everything. And um, that is that. But it is so weird. And this is my, uh, one of my points here. My first point is the dude, this is not even your business. You shouldn't have even been asking me. Okay. According to the ADA, you can't ask what a person's medical condition is. Because if you do, you could be fined. You could be fined $75,000 if I really wanted to go ahead and put a complaint in there. So don't do it. Also, here's the other thing. This is the, this is the main story. The main uh, moral point of this whole thing. Is, ladies and gentlemen, you got to stand your ground. You got to stand your ground. You got to know what you stand on. And you fight for it. Because look, I could have easily caved, could have easily caved and uh, went along with what he was trying to do. But I did not want to give up that. 
And it was, it was perfectly okay for me to say, you know, I'm not comfortable with telling you what it is. And right there, right there, that is telling that person that that is where my boundary is. Do not step over it. You see, but that person was still trying to step over that boundary, still trying to pry and everything. And I stood right there, stood in my ground. I stood in my ground. I did not waver. And that's what we got to be, people. We got to be stable people. We can't waver within, uh, regarding our freedoms, regarding anything, but especially our freedoms, especially your personal freedom. Because look, nobody has control over you. Nobody. And it is up to you, up to you to have a choice to step, up, step out, out of any situation. If it's abusive, if it's, um, uh, whether it's physical, emotionally abusive, any, with any, regarding anything along with that, you can go ahead and get out of it. But I didn't let that person try to pry into my, uh, my private information. It kind of reminded me of the government, to complete, be completely honest, because that is what the government wants to do, especially, um, especially the federal government, especially the federal government. And then, you know that's what has been happening, not only just with the federal government, but with the state government. They went ahead and they closed down businesses, private businesses. They closed down a free market. And they went ahead and um, because of what they have done, their choices, that caused millions of people to go into unemployment. Imagine, let me tell you something, imagine, again, if 50% of the people of the businesses said no. Imagine that. Imagine if they stood their ground. Imagine that. Again, we the people. We the people have private lives. We have a private business. We have homes. We have cars. We have things in our name and our property that the government cannot take away, especially our guns. So stand your ground, ladies and gentlemen. Stand your ground. Do not let anybody... Take away your freedoms. It's important, not only just for us, but for future generations. We got to keep this place. We got to keep ourselves free. And listen, it, it starts with you individually. That's what this whole thing is about, is it starts with you individually. When us as individuals stand our ground for our freedoms, then it, it starts to uh, start a chain reaction of freedom, a chain reaction of freedom, a freedom chain reaction. And more and more people are going to start to stand up. So I just want to give you this story to encourage you guys. And I know there are kids that are um, not allowed to maybe wear, or, or I know there are kids that are, Required to wear masks. 
in in school and everything, but that shouldn't be happening. And you parents should be taking care of that and saying that, no, I'm not going to have my kid wear a mask. Let me tell you something, parents. Your kids do what you do. They don't do what you say. They don't do what you say. They do what you do. And so if you represent a person, an individual that has self-control, that stands their ground, is unwavering in their stance, stands for freedom, what do you think your kids are going to do? Let me tell you something. Here in Colorado, they are trying to pass a legislation to say that kids need to take a mental health check after all of this is over. And then they want to go ahead and offer programs to give them help, to counsel them. Why would a government... Why would a government that said and put people in quarantine to shut down businesses, to shut down life, and then they went ahead and said, you know what, oh, you, we'll, we'll go ahead and fix it for you. Why? Why do people keep voting for a, a, a government, a representation that says, we create the problems and we're going to try to fix them for you? Guys, that is socialism. That is socialism. That is communism. Don't let it happen anymore. I I get fired up. I get passionate about this. Because I am so tired of seeing people live in chains, in slavery. What are you going to do about it? We the people have authority. In this government. And I talk about that all the time. That is one of my main messages. But we got to continue that fight. We got to continue that fight. So I hope that has given you some encouragement. Some inspiration. To stand your ground. Stand your ground ladies and gentlemen. Continue to fight. Be unwavering. Be steady. Be steady. That is what America needs right now, is people standing up. And no, we are not, people are not, uh, they should not be our main source of hope. Our main source of hope should come from God. The confident expectation of the true gospel, the true good news of Jesus and what he has given us. We stand on that. We stand on that. Let me tell you something. God does not like seeing his people in, in slavery. He wants to see people free. And he wants people to live within his principles and his promises that he has given us. Because it is good for us. It doesn't benefit him. It gives him joy when we operate in those principles. But it's for us. So, guys, like I said, 
Stand your ground. Be confident in your stance. Let me tell you something. You're not just doing it for you. You're doing it for yourself, your family, your friends, and future generations. That's what we need, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we need. So I hope that's giving you some hope. Hope that's giving you some hope. So if you enjoyed this, if this has given you hope, if this has given you some inspiration, and if you haven't already, go ahead and sub to my podcast. Sub to my podcast. Follow me on Instagram, the Chris Tubbs, T-H-E-C-H-R-I-S-T-U-B-B-S. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on all the social medias. And I'm just gonna have to. I'm, I'm just gonna remind you to go ahead, and be who you are in Christ. Be who you are in Christ. And God bless America. America.